You're listening to Tech Talk Central. This is Saki Triandafilakis for Tech Talks Central here in Barcelona for Mobile World Congress. We are really in an upper level here at the Asset Security uh, booth. Uh, really nice here. And we have here Rafael Labaca Magastro. He's the security research for Asset Security and he's also the chief editor of We Live Security. So, Rafael, please tell us more about Essex Security and what are your new products and features, and what we could learn. Hi, Sakis. It's, it's very nice to have you here as well in our booth in the World Mobile Congress this year. Well, Essex, uh, we are a company that was, it's for over than 25 years in the business, we have our headquarters in Bratislava, in Slovakia, and we also have uh, regional offices in the United States, in Buenos Aires, in London, in Germany, etc. And uh, we are keep always uh, protecting different kind of users, companies, and and home users for from every kind of threats and. Uh, in, in different platforms as well so and not only different uh, operation systems but also different uh, technologies and, and different kind of devices and that's why I think that we are here as well to show our, our latest uh, products uh, to protect users from mobile devices so uh, tell us about the the new technology here in asset security um, so what are the benefits for an asset security user. We are offering our our users uh, as usual. We have um, a, a system, a product, a software that have a very very low impact on the system because you know in in mobile devices resources are very limited. So users keep searching for different opportunities to have a software running on their mobile devices without any impact. And that's exactly what we offer with a very high rate of detection uh, with international awards uh, as well. So this is definitely what we think is it's, it's very important for us. And not only a software, a product, but we always are struggling um, to find the, the latest threats and the trends of malware that affects our, our users. And we do this through different uh, research labs all around the world. And that, that's why um, we concentrate our knowledge and uh, we do it actually for free for our users and our community. And uh, it, it's always available for everyone in our We Live security platform in three languages. Uh, could you tell us more about your users? Uh, how many users do you have? Uh, what kind of platforms do they use? Do they use mobile? Do they use uh, the computers and their laptops, their phones, the tablets? We have different kind of uh, of, of users. Uh, we have presence in more than 180 countries. Um, we have millions and millions of users and, and uh, across all the platforms. Uh, most of them are users from uh, Windows systems, but we also have users in Linux. We also have users in, in MacBooks and uh, in mobile devices as well. We protect uh, Android devices, etc. So uh, we have a, a big range of, of, of users 
that are um, protected with our with our software as well. Uh, could you tell me something uh, a bit more uh, about the trends in uh, in security? Uh, what are the next steps? Uh, for example, um, I was uh, uh, earlier in a press conference of Silent Circle and Blackphone. So they started as a software company providing uh, services for security. And later on, uh, they started uh, integrating their services into uh, phones. So they basically have a, a, a phone which is encrypted and secured. And that's why they have uh, developed this phone, because they, now they can address to B2B uh, uh, markets. Uh, so basically their client is not just an ordinary user, is uh, the corporate uh, user. So tell us a bit more about that. What, uh, what we think is that security in the, in the last few years, the, the awareness of the need uh, of the need actually of the security in companies, both in companies and users, um, had increased in the last few years. Though this is not uh, enough, if we can say it. So every time we see some company or um, some initiative to keep things more secure in any perspective and any layer, we are always uh, happy to see that more people are engaging with security. We are doing this work, uh, like I said, for more than you know two decades and, uh, and there's a lot of work to do. And the, the awareness of the importance of the security is one of the tough, toughest jobs that we have at ESET and, um, and that we are struggling to work against. And, um, and now I think a lot of companies and, and users uh, are understanding that it's very important. So we see this in, in different levels. Since, co since companies, they are protecting their devices or, or normal users. Unfortunately, we have still a lot of users um, that still think that it's not important to protect their mobile devices. So we still have some users that are going online or are using social networks or are downloading applications without having any security on their phone, uh, the, the, their phone installed. And they have a lot of sensitive information. So I think right now uh, it's getting better, but we still have a lot of work to do. So do you have any uh, example uh, to talk about? Any, any uh, uh, Perhaps a case study to point out how significant it is for a user to be secured? We have seen, uh, in, the, in the case of the and mobile devices, we have seen malware uh, that the first samples were back to 2004. Uh, it was called Kabir. That was the first detection that we ever seen. And it was a simple, very, very simple um, threat that used to propagate through Bluetooth protocol. And now, if we think, who uses Bluetooth protocol to transfer information? I think no one, or very, it's not, not very a lot of people are using Bluetooth protocol to transfer files, right? So um, this has changed and the, the, the malware in, in, in mobile platforms uh, experimented an evolution very strong in, the, in, the, in those 10 years. And uh, last year, for instance, we have seen the first case of um, a malware that encrypts the information of the user 
in the in the Android device, what you, what you have in your SD card, for instance, and then they ask for a ransom in order to get the information back or to get the password that will uh, unencrypt information, the decrypt information that we need. And additionally to that, they they still used uh, encrypted communication to the command and control server, so so it makes more difficult to you know track these guys or to track down the the whole uh, botnet and the, the 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 threat. So this was very it was called Simp Locker, and it was a a, a very big article there from he said a, a, a big research that he uh, said was performing. And uh, we we still have to say that even though it's not a massive uh, a massive threat right now because we just haven't seen it not a lot of detections we we are on time to protect ourselves against it and not to wait until it's massive to protect ourselves. So now we are in a in a later stage than that. Uh, there's a been there has been a lot of talk about Internet of Things. A lot of data is generated. You can see sensors everywhere, wearables, you name it. So do you think that by generating all that data, uh, the, the need for security is increased? And how can uh, a person uh, have a, a universal protection system for all his devices or for all his data? Okay, that's a... That's a hard question. <laughs> um, first, I think that, of course, if you have more data, you have, it depends basically on the kind of data that you are generating, right? Because sometimes you just have more data like uh, complex data about weather and how the weather is going to experience in the next blah, blah, blah. And maybe that's not sensitive information. You don't have to protect that with all the better systems you have because maybe this information is public. So if you are keep generating um, information that is public or that, that is not that is low sensitive, I don't think it's an issue. The issue is the, the critical information. So it always depends on how important is the information for you or for your company. And what would happen if you if you don't have this information anymore, if you don't have the control of this information anymore, in the way that either you cannot access this information or you don't have it anymore because it was stolen and um, and that's the point where you have to think okay we need security and uh, and we have to protect this and uh, regarding the other question like a universal system it will be great the problem is that it's not that easy because um, right now if you want to build a solution, a universal solution for all your security problems, you will have a lot of obstacles like firmware, devices, um, manufacturer, and uh, operation system, etc. So it's not so easy to say you just install this, whatever you are, and it's gonna, it's gonna work because it's not. And even if you did, you will have to stop there and when it comes a new wearable or a new device or a new and then you will have to update it until so you will have systems to protect where the sensitive information is sometime but uh, not for everything always i mean not 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 for everything together right and and even this this because right now you said internet of things and we have a lot of for a lot of things that are intelligent right even coffee machines or, or refrigerators and uh, 
and maybe we don't we don't you know we don't need to have sensitive information in our coffee machines or so it depends in the use well i can agree on that because uh, i'm not really sure if uh, data coming out from a coffee machine or uh, a washing machine is sensitive but it could for example give away uh, certain intelligence to someone who is willing to take advantage of it so it's a pretty it's pretty gray area over there um, just uh, one one last question to, to close our interview uh, I would like your personal point of view uh, regarding a, a similar area uh, of security which is privacy um, as you can understand like we mentioned before a lot of data is created and users are not really aware of how many data they just uh, give away to everyone um, like you said a lot of uh, data are published uh, yeah, even uh, when you post on Facebook uh, this is uh, basically public data once you you've posted it uh, so what do you think that uh, will happen in the next years uh, will um, human beings uh, understand that some of the data that are sharing free will now uh, are important and change their behavior or uh, they will just keep uh, doing what they do and there's someone uh, in a higher level uh, protecting them that's also a very, a very a very interesting topic because I think that some things are already changing not for everyone of course I, I still think that there are a lot of people that's that still says I don't care so I'm just you know sharing everything of my life on social networks because I don't really care and I don't think it's dangerous or privacy at all I don't I don't the, the, the typical statement is I don't have nothing to hide right and um, but on the other side I think there are a lot of people there are, are claiming their rights and if, if you check Facebook for instance they are changing their privacy settings like <laughs> every time so I still think that for instance Facebook is not the same as, as, as uh, at the beginning it has you know some experiment some changes and even though you can agree or disagree if it's enough or not I, I still think that a lot of things changed so what I expect in the future is that people are, are going to be more connected with the privacy and uh, and to some point where we say if you have it online how much privacy you can expect of it so we always say uh, if you're not sure if you want to have this shared don't put it online it's like <laughs> don't or, or don't say in Facebook the things that you wouldn't say to your mom <laughs> so I think in, in, in some point privacy is, is is very hard if you are sharing a lot of things with different third parties thank you very much Rafael uh, for for all the things that you shared with us um, that was uh, Rafael Labaca Castro uh, he's security researcher in asset security uh, he's also chief editor at we live security and he talked about obviously uh, security and privacy issues uh, in the mobile sector and in the technology in general this is Saki Strindafilakis from Tech Talks Central thank you very much
You're listening to Tech Talk Central.